You're listening to the Batuta Advocates Weekly News Wrap on Desert Rock FM 96.5. Welcome back to the Batuta Advocate News Bulletin. The date is the 4th of July. Coming live out of the Baxter Boots studio, just past Solstice. Still bloody chilly out here in the Channel Country. You're joined today by myself, editor Clancy Overall. With me is editor-at-large, Errol Parker. Bonjour. And of course... The newsreader, Georgie Gardner of the Diamantina Shire. Wendell Hussey, how are you, mate? Hello, hello. Yes, doing well. How are things for millennials right now, mate? Uh, tough, as always. You got the flu? You got private health insurance or what's going on there? Private health insurance? No, I uh, unfortunately passed 25, so I've lost my parents' private health insurance. I'm <laughs> all out on my own now, out in the cold. Yeah, and how are you feeling about Hog's Breath closing down, Wendell? Sad. Uh, a lot of nostalgia vibes there. You did get the chance to experience some old-fashioned hospitality. Yeah, when I was younger and uh, my parents were taking me there, I could justify getting a $48 steak. But, some curly uh, fries. Yeah, some curly fries. Speaking of curly fries, let's uh, grab them by the short and curlies and get on with it. Yeah, let's do that. Uh, getting the bulletin rolling with a story from Australian TV's Night of Nights. And Costa Georgiadis demanded to speak to staff at the Star City Casino on the Gold Coast about some overwatered succulents in the lobby. Yes, yes. Often referred to as the Carlton Cold of award ceremonies, the TV Week Logies took place on Sunday night. Kerry O'Brien took home the Hall of Fame. They they brought him back for a speech. Gold Logie went to Tom Gleeson. And while the rest of the industry was sloshing red wine and sledging each other about their respective divorces and redundancy packages, which are rife across the TV kind of uh, industry, the Golden Greek of Gardening, Costa Georgiatis, was berating the staff of the Star Casino on the Gold Coast about their treatment of the indoor plants. Yes, he did eventually speak to a manager, but he spent the rest of the night with his sleeves rolled up, uh, so I've heard, trying to sort out what he described as an appalling situation. When you overwater the succulents, I believe, they do appear like they might be underwatered because the roots don't get access to the soil and the nutrients and they begin to wither as other plants would without any water, I guess was the yeah, point yeah. he was trying to make. Yeah, you've got a green thumb too by the looks of it, Clancy. And one of our loyal readers, Patrick Michelle, pointed out that this is actually quite a common issue. He said most Australian pubs and clubs have overwatering issues with floral pots as the toilets can often be too far away from the pokies. It's a fair point that uh, Patrick Michelle makes, but, you know, um, as Costa did point out, if you're going to just turn on the hose indiscriminately, at least aim it towards the concrete. Exactly. Now, in other national entertainment news, there was a really special moment on TV this week with a voice contestant telling the heartbreaking story of how he backed his falcon into a tow bar. Mm, it really was quite heartbreaking there, wasn't it, Wendell? It was a really tragic story, as told by the 43-year-old rockabilly singer. His whole world was turned upside down, he told us, when he was reversing and perving at the same time when he was in the Wynnum Maccas in Brisbane's leafy eastern suburbs, and he heard the soul-crushing sound of crumpling plastic and aluminium on the back of the steel tow bar. Yes, he had all the judges in tears, particularly Delta, who said she could relate, actually. She had a Hyundai Getz. I-30. Hyundai, I think she's an I-30. Hyundai I-30. She did a similar thing. She's very thing. sensible, Delta. Did a similar thing in the car park of Castle Towers, Westfield. And she could really relate, which was good because she ended up picking him. And it felt like a very organic human emotion. Just quickly, that contestant has since been eliminated, but he's promised everyone that it's just the beginning of things for him. 
Now, in other parts of the country, we've got an exciting story from the south coast town of Nowra, down in New South Wales, where it's been confirmed that Nowra's edge towards metropolis status with its third Maccas. Yes, I mean, it's taken a while. They've had the third Maccas for a while, I believe, on the northbound uh, exit, but only now, after five years, can you officially claim that all three are profitable. Um, And I, I guess that has a lot to do with the fact that the town hasn't been bypassed yet, like a lot of these uh, mm. small town coastal kind of regions are. There was one part of the story which I found quite confusing, considering that we are a small town newspaper based in the far southwest corner of Queensland. I was a bit confused, Clancy, how this was newsworthy for us. Well, uh, I guess the three Maccas mark is very rare in regional centres around the country. Tamworth's only just done it. Barnaby Joyce was instrumental in getting the third Maccas in Tamworth. Uh, of course, Toowoomba. But now on the south coast between Sydney and Melbourne, it actually is quite a feat. It really is national news. And the Nowra locals did like it, Errol. Uh, David Roebuck. One of those Nowra locals, he commented on our story saying that it was nice for his town to be in the headlines without it being an isolated story. I guess I'm just a little bit moved considering that Batuta used to be a four hogs breath town and now we are a no hogs breath town. Well, you know, the back of the open mining boom played a big part in that. Errol, look, less disposable incomes in, in our poor town, but, you know, solar power, it's coming back. Mm. And speaking of disposable incomes there, Wendell, our next story. Yeah, moving on to sports news now and our Israel Folau story of the week. The deadlock has finally been broken. Israel Folau is back at training after Royal Brunei Airlines steps up to replace Qantas as the major sponsor of the Wallabies. Well, I think it's good that we've had this breakthrough and the Wallabies can get back to concentrating on getting flogged comprehensively in the Bledisloe and hoping to good God that they make it out of the pool at the World Cup in Japan later this year, Wendell. Yes, I reckon a cash injection from the Sultan of Brunei, who is known for his controversial opinions regarding homosexuals, Hmm. that cash injection might be just what we need to be able to get one over Uruguay and, of course, Wales and Rugby Australia have promised to wear rainbow socks to make up for it this time next year. Well, that'll probably do it for this week. Until next week... I'm Wendell Hussey. And I'm Errol Parker. And I'm Clancy Overall. Happy 4th of July.